Hello, and welcome to Shred Podcast number four. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am the new host of the Shred CrossFit Podcast, and with me is Marcus Criaturo, the owner of Shred CrossFit. Today, we're going to talk about supplements. Um, I know a lot of people have questions about supplements. I know I did when I first started uh, with Marcus back in 2011, um, and I know right now we have a nutritional challenge going on. That's correct. So... Um, we want to talk about supplements and how that fits in with nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so why, why is nutrition not enough? Like your daily diet, your daily foods, um, why is that not enough and that we need to supplement that? Yep. So for, for those of you listening that might not know, we do have a eight-week nutritional challenge going on at Shred CrossFit right now. Uh, it actually starts tomorrow actually starts tomorrow. Um, it's going to go for eight weeks. So I always like to tell athletes it's, it's going to be neat to see these athletes go into the holidays, you know, five or 10 pounds lighter. Uh, if your goal is maybe not to lose weight, maybe your goal is to perform better, have more energy, whatever your goal is to just to be focused on that over eight weeks, having the energy, uh, maybe like I said, going into the holidays, five or 10 pounds down versus coming out of the holidays, five or 10 pounds heavier, right? Correct. So, so use the eight, eight to 10 weeks right now. So we decided to do this challenge right now. Um, we're, we're weighing and measuring athletes. We're, we're plugging it and uh, taking that data, plugging it into a little formula and and we're getting their body fat. Uh, it's not not the most accurate. It's not the least accurate either. Um, and it's it's going to be 100% valid because it's we're going to plug it into the same um, the same formula at the end of those eight weeks. And the winner is going to get some great prizes: uh, gift cards to their favorite clothing store, gift cards to their favorite grocery store to continue the healthy eating. So it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a great time uh, by all. But uh, but back to your question, um, you know why supplementation? And I think. Um, I think the biggest, the biggest reason, the off-the-cuff answer I can give to that is uh, why supplementation is that it basically fills the gaps nutritionally with what we may or may not be getting through food itself. Uh, and going back to 2011, I think that's how I kind of helped you with that, wasn't it? Correct. We worked for five months before I ever set foot in the gym. Yep. And it was all on nutrition and supplementation. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's easier for um, a lot of athletes to start maybe with changing something small in their nutritional in their in their uh, daily nutritional habits or something along those lines. Drinking more water; those are easy habits to 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 change. Uh, versus, hey, I'm gonna throw you into a CrossFit gym and you need to get started right now. It's 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 less cumbersome and it's it's it helps them kind of get the ball rolling, if you would. Just to, hey, Scott, you know, when you go to work today, I want you to drink more water. When you come home at night, I want to I want a healthier snack before bed. You know, ver- versus maybe grabbing some candy or something like that. Um, does, does that make sense? So make, yeah, makes just, perfect sense. Just helping people with that. So just a, a follow up. Would you say that water might be the the best supplement? <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Um, well, well, we can go days or weeks without food to live. You you can't go days or weeks without water, right? So anytime I anytime I talk to to, to our athletes here about nutrition. Um, waters the surrounding it surrounds the food pyramid if you would right we, we can't live days or weeks without water um so that's yeah i like i like how you put that we water is very important well i know when i first started 
water helped me stay full, made me feel full. Um, And it actually, I felt more energetic when I upped my water intake. Most people, and we're kind of, kind of getting on that. Nutrition is is such a, is such a diverse topic. You know, we're inundated with so many things and social media and books and magazines and nutrition. So hopefully what, you know, what we, what we could dive into today can add value to, to athletes. But, um, but yeah, water, I mean, it's, it, there's so many healthy things uh, that water provides. A lot of times people, their, their bodies are really craving thirst. They're, they're actually thirsty. But what they do is they, they, they think that's a hunger, a hunger trigger and they grab food. Because a lot of food has water in it as well, right? right. A lot of like, you know, fruit is, there's water in fruit. There's, there's water in foods that we eat, right? Um, and so uh, a lot of times people mistake thirst for hunger. They'll actually eat something and to stimulate the saliva, uh, the saliva glands and things like that. But what, but what their body's actually craving is I, I want water. I, I'm thirsty. I'm, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, so water's, water's a, a big time, uh, big time component to somebody's health and, and nutrition. So with water, the base, let's move back into the supplement industry. Um, I know that, you know, in, in my time with shred, a lot of people say that, that the supplements are not FDA approved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's my understanding that the FDA does not approve supplements, period, no matter what that supplement is. I think I, the FDA, uh, for those of you who don't maybe not maybe not know this, it stands for the Food and Drug Administration. I think I think they loosely regulate supplements. There's some supplements and um, that could be a uh, a meal replacement, right? It could be classified as a meal replacement nutritionally. So the, the guidelines are, are definitely. I'm no expert on that. I, I you know I don't I'm I haven't research the Food and Drug Administration, um, you know, extensively or anything like that. But I, I would say that they loosely regulate supplements just depending on the classification of the supplement. Um, and, uh, and they really, they, they, especially if it's a meal replacement, I think they loosely, they're, they're diving into it more because more and more people are using supplements. Um, for, for example, uh, bread. You go and buy bread in the grocery store, and guess what? It's it, there's supplements, air quotes here. There's supplements that are added to bread, right? Because the the Food and Drug Administration knows that we're not getting enough nutrients through the food that we eat, and so they're adding they're adding minerals and vitamins to to bread. Just just to use that as an as an arbitrary example, right? If you look at the labels and you look at the ingredients, they're adding supplements to our food. So when people say, I don't eat supplements or I don't take supplements, you probably indirectly are on, 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 and, and some sort of food that you're buying in the grocery store, it's probably supplemented some shape, way, form, or fashion. Um, it, you know, obviously an apple is not a supplement, you know, an orange is not a supplement, you know, uh, green beans are not a supplement, but if you buy something in a package, chances are it's probably filled with some sort of vitamin, mineral, or supplement. Well, since the whole like supplement industry isn't in itself regulated, then that puts some worry in, are supplements good or bad? So the, the safety, the sa- safety, is that what kind of you're getting at? Yeah, the, the safety of them. So um, one thing that just, one thing that just uh, popped in my head here when we were talking about why supplements and how we talked about it, it fills in nutritional gaps. There's something I want to share with our, with our listeners out there. And uh, it, it's this term called hidden hunger. And basically, th- this quote is by a guy by the name of Carl Gottman. And uh, 
the hidden hunger, what he, what he says here, Call says, hidden hunger denotes a chronic lack of micronutrients, vitamins, and minerals whose effectiveness may not be immediately apparent and whose consequences may be long-term and profound. So basically what, what this Call Gutman is saying is that we are, we're, with the foods that we're eating, the way they're mass-produced, the way they're they're not organic, you know things like that. You know, organic's a big buzzword now. Buying organic um, versus non-organic or, or conventional. Um, a lot of these conventional foods might be, and the way the farm the farming industry is, is that the micronutrients, the vitamins and minerals from the fruits and vegetables that we eat, they're not. You're not getting those nutrients, so it's not going to be immediately apparent to you. But eventually what you're doing is over the weeks, months, or years that you're not getting those nutrients, you're basically going to have health conditions that are profound, you know, months or years down the road. So does that make – am I – oh, It makes, I, makes I, perfect I, sense. Uh, so if supplements are needed to fill those gaps, how do we know what's safe right. for us? Right. So at Shred CrossFit, we uh, – you know, going on the better part of a decade right now, um, we have – recommended and used uh, a supplement company called Advocare. They've been around for over 20 years. They are built on a solid foundation of research and world-renowned scientists. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of good supplements out there. There's a heck of a lot of bad ones too, really, really bad ones. And so being in this industry, I get, I get emails and things like this, uh, th you know, through my email where this, this company was tainted because of too much aluminum in their product or too much arsenic or wh wh whatever it is, you know, I'm just so I kind of throwing those things out there, but these are, these are trace minerals and things like that that are in these supplements that, um, they're adding too much of it's making us sick. There's also been research studies of supplements pulled off the shelves that are that are researched for the actual ingredients on the nutritional label that are supposed to be in the product, and they're lying to us because of maybe the lack of of, um, of parenting from the FDA, if you would. And so, so Advocare is really based on a solid foundation. It's been around for a long time, and they have a very very diverse scientific and medical advisory board, and which is basically the scientists, nutritionists, and the PhDs and all the fancy letters behind their names that formulate and oversee the formulation of these products. And one, one, one doctor I want to point out is his name is Dr. Stanley Dudrick. And he is the inventor basically of intravenous nutrition, the IV. So if our listeners out there have ever had a loved one or maybe even themselves that have been on an IV, premature babies, uh, surgeries, that research and that, that, that nutrition, it feeding your body intravenously, getting the micro macronutrients that Carl Gutman is talking about and having our bodies absorb them. Um, it's coming from that, from that doctor, Dr. Stanley Dudrick. You guys can Google him. He's won numerous accolades throughout his career. I think he's in his late seventies. Um, as far as age is concerned, he's been in the industry for a long time. And so he sits on the, 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 the side med board of Advocare. And so that just gives it a lot of validity for me. It gives it, it gives it a lot of, um, uh, it makes me feel comfortable and positive that these are some of the products we're recommending to our athletes. Um, and so I think at the end of the day, they're, they're very, very safe, uh, compared to a lot of other products out there. So I know in my eight years or seven years with doing 
better nutrition. Um, some, a small handful of companies do third-party testing. Does Advocare do third-party testing? Yes, they do. They do third-party testing. So what that means, Scott, that's a, that's a great point, is that Advocare send, formulates their products and they send here, – here's, here's, the, here's the difference – a lot of supplement companies out there will formulate a product. They'll send it out one time for testing. And then the test will come back and say, yes, it's great. It's a safe product. And then over time, they change the formula of the product. And then that's when it's that's when it has banned or illegal substances or maybe some substances that is deemed harmful to us. Advocare basically tests every batch that they make. So not only do they make and formulate the product and say, test it. Oh, okay, we're good. They, they, they continue. It's a continuous test. They continuously send every batch that they make out to be tested to ensure that it's safe and effective for, for us to consume. And they use a third-party company called Informed Choice. Um, that's the name of the third-party company. And it's, it's a lot of money to do that. It's a lot of money to send these products out and these, and these formulations out to be tested on a continuous basis. And so they, they, they have that stamp of approval by a form choice that these products that we are, that we are drinking and swallowing are, are going to be safe to our bodies based on the latest and current research. All right. So on something a little more um, humorous, in my opinion, um, when I first started, acronyms were being thrown around. Um, all these things that you should do to supplement your workouts or whatever are being thrown, and I had no clue what any of it meant. Um, so I have a question. I'm going to throw down, throw out some some stuff. If you could just answer for me, I know it's good to take protein, right? We want to we want to recover from a workout. We want to build muscle. When do I take my protein? Yeah, great question. So I think I think the general rule of thumb here that I would recommend to our athletes is. There's basically two types of protein, right? And we're going to keep this very general. There's whey protein and there's casein protein. Uh, whey protein is probably going to be best utilized, the best bang for your buck when you purchase a whey protein product. And in Advocare's product line, the product is called Muscle Gain. That's the name of their product, uh, of their whey protein-based uh, product called Muscle Gain. It comes in chocolate and vanilla. Um, and the best, the best time to take that as far as timing of supplements and nutrients is probably going to be within you know, 20 minutes pre or post-workout. Sorry, post-workout. To making sure, making sure you're getting those, those adequate grams of protein to start the recovery process after a workout. So, and then there's, a, there's another type of, uh, basic protein through supplementation you can get called casein protein, which is a slower digesting protein. The whey protein is very fast digesting. So our, our, all of our metabolic processes are all, all heightened after a workout. So that's why we want to consume that because whey protein is very quickly absorbed and digested. The casein protein is very slow digesting. So that's something that you want to take maybe throughout the day. If you're looking to, uh, increase your needs of your grams of protein, depending on your goals. Um, and it's also a great form of protein to take while sleeping because it's slow digesting over the, you know, six, seven, eight hours that one is sleeping. And so the muscles can be recovered and repaired for, for the next day's workout. Oh, that's awesome. So the big buzzword in this, when you go uh, look at supplements at all is BCAA. What does BCAA mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we see that a lot and, um, and definitely in our world and CrossFit and the athletics in general. So BCAA is an acronym that stands for branch chain amino acids. And, you know, just keeping it very elementary here, branch chain amino acids 
are the building blocks of protein. So we need these, uh, there's, there's branching amino acids that are essential and there's non-essential branching amino acids. Some of them are naturally found in food. Um, uh, some of them are great to get within a supplement and, um, it, it is basically the building blocks of protein. So when we're in the gym, whether we're running a 5k, whether we're doing CrossFit workout, basically what you're doing, and we especially see it with athletes that strength train. Right. And, and there's a there's a heck of a lot of strength training that is used in CrossFit. Um, we, we were basically breaking down muscle tissue. That, that's what we're doing when we work out is we're creating these microscopic tears in our muscle fibers and the branch chain amino acids and the proteins come in and they repair those microscopic tears. And what happens is, is we start to get stronger. Notice I didn't say we start to get bigger. Right. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people are misconstrued that when I when I supplement with protein or when I eat a lot of protein, I'm going to get bulkier in size. And that's just not the case. Um, now, that that's a rabbit hole of how many grams of protein are you are you taking in per day through food and supplements, things like that. But on the surface, we need those we need those grams of protein, those branching amino acids to help our bodies recover. And the, the BCAAs are a great supplement uh, that AvoCare has called the name of their branching amino acid product is called Catalyst. And it's basically taken 15 minutes prior to exercise and it helps basically put a layer of, of uh, a coating over the muscle to help, um, help the muscles in the branching amino acids repair at a quicker rate when we're tearing them down into the gym. It kind of preserves and protects the muscle and we're making sure we're getting those in there. We see athletes that start CrossFit, they, they start introducing strength training at these high intensity workouts and they're for the first few weeks or months, they feel great. And then they start tanking. They start getting lethargic. Their energy levels start to drop. And what that's telling tell, telling me as a coach is that they're, they're adequate branching amino acids and proteins. We need to take a look at that because it's probably not up to par with the activity that they're, that they're uh, putting in the gym. All right, I'm going to ask one more question and we'll close it out. Um, with with a final summary question, but this one is: Is creatine good or bad? You know, I grew up with Mark McGuire and uh, Sammy Sosa, yeah. and they talked about creatine. But I've also heard it's great for stamina. Yeah. So creatine on the surface, there's a couple, one or two things I want to share about creatine. It is, it has been around for decades. It has been extensively researched for decades, and there are no known side effects to creatine. Zero. The body naturally produces it. It's naturally found in red meats and fish and things like that. Um, and so there's no known side effects. What we recommend um, athletes do, and when I say athletes, I mean stay-at-home moms. I mean athletes that are crossfitting you know, four or five days a week. We, we need this amino acid to help protect and preserve our muscle tissue. Because whether we're crossfitting or we're, or we're not, we, do, we need to preserve our muscle tissue. And, and, and creatine is used for the ATP energy cycle to give our bodies energy, to give our muscles fuel. And so we believe in that a lot of athletes, like I said, athletes, whether crossfitters or stay-at-home moms, they should be supplementing with creatine if they're not getting the adequate amounts through their nutrition. And so we believe in the AvoCare product called Mass Impact. I actually have some sitting in my office right here behind me. Um, and it's basically creatine monohydrate. 
and I the research shows us now that it's you don't have to you don't have to load it. It's not a loading phase supplement. It's not before or after a meal. It's not before or after a workout. It's basically just take about five grams a day. And your energy levels and your and your strength will will be better. There's there's a lot of research out there. I I I don't have the actual studies in front of me. I, I can't quote the authors or the researchers of the studies, but I, I've seen it and I've read them where they've given nursing home patients creatine monohydrate as a supplement, and they they're they, they're being able to get out of bed on their own because they're having the strength and the energy through the ATP energy cycle, the Krebs cycle, to give them energy for their muscles to to produce work, whether it be to get out of bed or whether it be you know run run a mile or whether it be do back squats and CrossFit. Awesome. So with all that information we've just garnered, can you tell me, we're going to wrap it up with this question. What are three supplements you would recommend for a CrossFit athlete and one or two that for just the general public should be taking all the time? Oh, that's a great, that's a great question. So let's start, let's start with the CrossFitters first. Three supplements I would recommend each CrossFitter beyond would be, and in no particular order, number one would be a multivitamin. Um, we talked about hidden hunger. We talked about that. We talked about, you know, the farming industry and, and how our new, our foods just don't have the nutrients that they once had with the soil and the pollution and things like that. That's a whole nother rabbit hole we can go down as far as a, maybe a podcast sometime. Um, but, um, multivitamin, it fills those nutritional gaps through what we may or may not be getting through food. Number two would be the creatine. I think it helps us repair our muscles. There's no known side effects. Our body naturally produces it. And, and we, we just talked about that. I think that would be number two. And number three, I would recommend is probably uh, a fish oil. Uh, it, is, it is basically the body's, uh, I'm sorry, it is nature's number one anti-inflammatory, most natural number one anti-inflammatory. Uh, Advocare has a great extensively researched product, uh, fish oil product called Omegaplex. It comes, their fish oil comes from the most, um, uh, the most fatty type of fish at, at the, at their infancy, like sardines and mackerel and things like that. Things that produce a very, very high omega-3 punch. Um, there's a, uh, their Advocare product has the correct ratio of omega-6 to omega-3s. Uh, as far as the body's absorption rate to it. Um, so we put our joints, we put our muscles through this through this uh, crazy workout program we call CrossFit that produces fantastic results. I think those would be the three I'd recommend for CrossFit athletes. Um, just everyday normal, you know, normal people that may, may or may not be exercising or CrossFitting, um, I would probably definitely cover the nutritional gaps with a multivitamin. Um, and then the, the other product I would recommend, uh, for, for just the, the general population actually would be a probiotic. Um, Avocare has a great, uh, probiotic product called probiotic restore. Um, I think a lot of our, a lot of our diseases, a lot of our, um, us just not generally not feeling well, maybe having different allergens and things like that, um, originates a lot of these diseases and sicknesses originate from the gut, so I'm, I'm not a doctor as a disclaimer, but the, the gut bacteria, the, the gut flora in our bodies are so important um, that having a good probiotic, I think, can really help people in their digestive system be a lot healthier and maybe prevent a lot of different uh, maybe sicknesses or just, just kind of lethargy or maybe some allergens that they have. Well, thank you so much, Marcus. That is uh, a lot of information in a short amount of time. Um, I want to go ahead and close out this episode four of the podcast. And I want to reach out to you and say, this podcast is for you. 
Marcus and I want to make sure that you know that we're doing these podcasts so that you can learn, um, you can be entertained. If there's a subject you want us to talk about, please reach out and email shredcrossfit at gmail.com um, so, and with ideas of future podcasts. And we'll look at those and, uh, and try to incorporate those into our future podcasts. So thank you much, so much for being with us. Um, thank you for allowing, allowing me to, to host this, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great time. And we'll catch you next time on Episode 5. Thanks, guys.